Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Come through, queen. I want to see you come through, queen. Hi everyone, it's Dan and Brendan and this is Come Through Queen. You have been giving me real nuance up, down, all around. My mind is blown. Hey Brendan, we're back after a week off from Drag Race. Yeah, it was a nice little vacation for being honest. It was a nice vacation, but not a warm welcome back. You hated this episode. I think the community hated this episode. Not everyone. Mm-hmm. Um... Former guest of the show, Chris, oh. messaged me, and it was actually really funny. It was, like, right after you messaged me. Okay. And you were like, this episode sucked. And he was like, he was like, what a great episode. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> and I liked parts of, I liked parts of this episode. I liked that we didn't get, like, a weird maxi challenge that was, like, like, took up a lot of, like... Oh, this wasn't weird. <laughs> I mean, this is weird, but, like, we've had weirder. Okay, true, true. Uh, we have some news to take a look at let's get into the news uh so recently leslie jones announced that she's been missing out on drag race all her life she's been starting from the beginning and just binging it all Mm -hmm. she i think she's kind of known for this like live tweeting things not as they're occurring and then also like her olympics fandom right yeah she's known for live tweeting um it did bring her to the olympics it did give her a sisterhood with one adam rippon mm. but um she's also known for like live tweeting things as they're not occurring not occurring yeah. which is a fun thing yeah sometimes. it's fun it's fun but like don't try this at home also like <laughs> i think that like we need to be put into a thread like it needs to be put into a thread instead of just like oh. bopping out things i love watching people who are live tweeting something that like people have already seen and they put it into like a concise thread oh. one is um that really good thread that uh lewis peitzman did the oc one um, yeah oc it's like legendary yeah, and yeah. then also um 
Kara Brown did one of Vanderpump Rules this season, so oh, it's not like okay, yeah. it's not like something in the past, but it was like a really good thread of like this yeah. season of Vanderpump Rules. So she got to what did Willem do? Which like which is a question that we've been asking for years, and it's been explained away in a, like a few ways, like a little like cutesy, not clear. Like people thought it was drugs or drinking at one at, at the time mm-hmm. and then they made it seem like it was a conjugal visit with his husband at the reunion i think that that, that came up yeah and the stories changed so many times but there's a new explanation from willem yeah um willem posted some screenshots like of a notes app thing Classic. which is beautiful um so dan what did willem say sure but before getting to the reason he was kicked off he gave us a look behind the curtain a little bit. So these are some of the highlights. They let Shannon... Shannon. Shannon. Shannon, Shannon Medor, winner of season four of Real House. I mean, sorry. <laughs> she, is, she is the winner of, of Orange County. But uh, they let Sharon Needles reshoot her entrance, which is an iconic entrance. I've heard this. But they didn't let Willem reshoot hers. This is also interesting because like, season four was sort of like getting to be the first where they, like, cared about the entrances. Remember, mm. like, back in the day, they would just, like, sort of, like, Hi! <laughs> Hi, guys! Um, but Sharon's was, like, yeah. what did she do? It she was, wa- like, a spooky thing. Yeah, like, she walked out in, like, a well, witch's, witch's a- outfit. Yeah. I wonder what the original one was like, that they made, that they let her reshoot it. Maybe she just, like, fumbled her words or something. Yeah. Also, like... The producers probably tagged her at the beginning as like, this is the story oh, that yeah. we want to follow. Yeah, yeah. Because um, the season's all about her. From, from, from episode one, you pretty much know she's going to win. Yeah, sort of. I mean, she had like a back. journey, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Willem was told, do not make eye contact or engage with conversation with RuPaul. And the whole staff was told that as well. Probably, probably still the same. <laughs> Those rules are probably even more enforced now than yeah. they ever were. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because some of these, as we are going to go down the list, some of these is like, that probably doesn't happen in 2018 anymore. Yeah. But some of them, like this one is like, yeah, definitely still yeah. happens. As the budget has increased, some things have changed and some things have stayed the same. Michelle, don't <laughs> let your kids on set. RuPaul doesn't want to know their names. No. Doesn't want to know that you have two. Two. <laughs> nope. Uh, so a PA grabbed Willem's ass early in the season and then got moved to non-queen duties. That's interesting. Yeah, this sounds like it could, like, go either way. I also wonder about the staff and, like, the PAs on set of Drag Race. Like, how many of them are queer? How many of them are Mm. straight? Because, like, when they did the challenge in season nine, that was all straight guys. I'm pretty sure they were all hats. But, like, I'm sure, like, I also get the feeling that it's, like, heavily staffed by queer people, too. I would, like I would think, like, production has to be pretty queer in terms of like, the ones, like, dreaming this all up. Oh, yeah. Like, development. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, like, it's a world of wonder. Yeah. And, like, Not dreaming of the concept, but, like, okay, we're going to do these challenges. There's, like, a queer aesthetic to a lot of it. Yeah, that's yeah. development. Yeah. Uh, okay. Willem complained about uh, production emotionally exploiting Jiggly in Untucked on the anniversary of Jiggly's mother's death. So Willem... So they got in a little scuffle with... Willem got in a little scuffle with production. Mm-hmm. They told Willem, if you don't like it, leave. Willem said, okay. <laughs> she got up during Untucked, went to another room. They pled with her to come back. Willem said she wouldn't unless 
whoever from production was doing this apologize and they give a half-hearted apology they are still emotionally exploiting people yeah <laughs> to this day uh but i'm curious to go back and watch this particular untucked now yeah uh okay so then sometimes they would wrap up late there would only be a taco bell open they would put 12 men in a van with 75 dollars to get them food and then a bunch of them would be like no we're not we're not gonna go like how are you gonna feed 12 of us with 75 dollars yeah though you can get a lot of food at Taco Bell for a little money, but... I would like no food from Taco Bell Taco for no Bell, money. Taco Bell's great. Get out of town. No, shut up. You're such a pig. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so a staff member called Latrice, quote-unquote, La Something, and obviously uh, Willem told Latrice and she got pissed off about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were no vegan options for Willem and Sharon. Uh, someone on production named Heather apparently... Seasons past, picked glass out of Shangela's back with tweezers instead of bringing her to the hospital. Who the fuck is Heather? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they they tell production that they don't want to run at a cart that had breakable stuff on it, and produ- production was like, "No, like you're doing it, whatever." Oh, you mean like when um, when they, they do, do a, a yeah. thing where they have to grab a bunch of shit to make an outfit? Yeah, but I feel like. Noticeably, they don't do that anymore. Right. They haven't done that in years. Yeah, in years. But it used to be like, all right, on your mark, get set, go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then apparently Kenya like cut her leg and bled during one of those antics. Also, Leslie Jones was not happy with little Kenya Michaels be returning. Oh, yeah. That was a choice. <laughs> well, I feel like a lot of times they used to just like bring back like the most recent queen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like for Kenya to even have last that long. <laughs> uh... So, apparently, Willem got in trouble for stealing an Interior Illusions lounge pillow for the seat of her boat during that boat challenge. Mm-hmm. And then, like, she wanted to get out of her boat at some point, and they told her no, but she did anyway. So. Uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Uh, so, Willem apparently got to leave for a few days to do the Jersey Shoresical play with Danny Francisi. For Mean Girls. For Mean Girls. Also, the most famous person in my cell phone. I don't know him at all, but I just have his number. Uh, and then some fun facts... Derek Berry was uh, Willem's understudy, mm-hmm. and Matt McConkey from the Homophilia podcast was also in that play as well. L- That's like so, so LA gay to me, like <laughs> just like that. Ugh. And then they probably went to like Motherload after. Well, no, I think this was like a touring production because I think they said something about. Oh, maybe it was in LA. Um, yeah, never mind. That sounds like so LA. Gay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Never mind. Um, okay, so after the Jersey Shores call, this is apparently what Willem got kicked off for. He hooked up with a producer in a bathroom or something in that episode. That's, but like, why would you get kicked off? For like... Favoritism? You're not supposed to like fraternize fraternize with uh, production. Okay. So then during reunion, they wanted Willem to tell the conjugal visit story. Because obviously if, t- if he tells the story about hooking up with the production, that gets like little murky waters mm-hmm. in terms of like ethics of the show, Yeah, I guess. Uh, so that's why Willem's husband didn't want to come to the reunion. And then when Willem told the conjugal visit thing, they cut to some random old man in the audience <laughs> implying that's Willem's husband. Uh, and then apparently during the reunion, the girls were given five mirrors for the 13 of them to get ready. 
That seems right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that has been uh, fixed, though. Because now they have a budget. And yeah, now they like do those like things where like Alaska goes around and interviews them while they're getting ready for the mm-hmm. reunion. Oh, I never, I've never seen that. You gotta look at the World of Wonder uh, <sighs> YouTube channel. You know what? World of Wonder Plus, in some countries, has all the past seasons. Oh. And... If you are in that country, I would recommend that as your means of catching up on the past season. Is one of those countries the United States? I believe no. Okay. But I think they do have all of the untucks. Okay. So at least that makes your life easier for that, I, I like, guess. I need to go back. Season two was the season I started with Drag Race. Like, started watching live. Yeah. But I haven't seen it since two thousand. 10 or whenever it aired strangely i think i watched that one twice but um so apparently all i recently checked and i know one of our listeners asked us where to watch it all mm-hmm. i have itunes has every season right now except for season five remember how season one used to be the impossible to find season right. Apparently now five is nowhere to be found. Which is weird because season five is like the sort of the transition season in my yeah. brain, like going from like Yeah, it's halfway between old and new to Yeah. Me. Even though it is also halfway. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But like season six to me is like the start of the modern era of yeah. Drag Race. Much like um when Heather DeBro joined Real Housewives mm, of OC is when I think of like yeah, modern yeah. Season five is the Heather DeBro of well, no, season sure. six is. Season five is the uh, uh, Tamara throwing a glass of wine in Gina's face. No. Yes, it is. It actually is, if you think about it, because it's also like no. one of the most dramatic seasons. That's like that's like season two. That's the kickoff. It's not like... Because two, three, and four, plenty happened. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Okay. We're, like, we're not making sense We're also here. like speaking like too many different <laughs> languages. <laughs> okay, let's get into... Um, so, this is going to be a little bit of spoilers if these rumors if you are care true. About if this. you care. Um, but we're going to talk about All-Star Season 4, which apparently might have a cast. Well, I'm not sure how much we've talked about this either, but apparently Season 11 is already filming. I mean, it, it is confirmed to be filming. Yes. Um... Uh, I need a break. <laughs> what I think, so... I'm worried that it's, like, right after Labor Day. Which will be fine, because we have a whole summer ahead of us, that's, which is no, fine. it's only going to be July and August break. Okay, but that's still fine. Sure. That's still fine. You're just feeling fatigued because we went straight from All-Stars 3 to Season yeah. 10. I think if they put a season in the fall, and then like the they spring. did for All-Stars 2... Yeah. And then do spring, yeah. we'll be at like a good That's fine. back and yeah, forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because usually we get one season of Drag Race, and then it's like a desert. Uh, yeah, for for nine months of the year. Yeah, so put one in the spring, put one in the fall. It's great. It's like um, fucking semesters in, cool, in school. <laughs> sure. um, so there, there's a tweet going around that is like... All-Stars 4 is about to kick off. Yeah. People think that, like, they have an All-Stars 4 cast, like, confirmed or semi-confirmed. Yeah. So, from this tweet, from, like, some user named Connor, who yeah. I have no idea who he is. So, we're just it, going off of, like, blind... Connor, not from Ireland. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, so, the cast that is rumored right now is Naomi Smalls. Yes. Yes. 
who isn't the first person to come to mind when you think of All-Stars 4, but, like, she's solid. She made it to top three in her season. She is pretty top of the list for me. I, I wanted her to win season eight. Yeah. Um, we've got Angina. Yes. Yes, who is rumored... We've been, we've been to, talking about Angina for years now. There was a saga, like, around All-Stars 3. She was rumored to be on, but then she wasn't... So, it's, like, her time. She, like, helped out on All-Stars 1. Like, she had to drive them around in a truck. Do you remember that? In that, like, sick challenge. Wait. One quick thing about Willem that he added after the fact. Apparently, he was cast for All-Stars 1. And then, like, 40 hours before, like, a short amount of time before filming started was told he's not going to be on it. Sick. After, like, canceling gigs. That sucks. Yeah. Um, okay, so yeah, Angina, uh, I reported on this podcast about seeing her live in LA last fall. Mm-hmm. A star. Well, wasn't it, the, wasn't it at Showgirls? Yes. I think she was filling in for Morgan at the time. Was that like... No, that Morgan coordinate? was hosting. Okay. Yeah. It was also, pro- go to Showgirls. Go to Mickey's. Mickey's, you will... You cannot step one foot without running into a drag race girl. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like... Great because a lot of the times when you want to see these girls, you got to like buy a ticket that's like mm-hmm. f- a few pennies. Instead, you could give it straight to the, the girls. That's where I had a half an hour conversation with Pheromone. She handed me her phone to put in my Instagram so she could follow yeah, me. Yeah, you might get a new follower. She hasn't liked any of my content. That's but... crazy. <laughs> no, but we've talked about this. Has she seen a story? You don't really post stories though. I don't post a ton of stories, but I don't, I haven't mm. noticed that she's seen one yet. Yeah. Um, okay, let's go back to the All Stars Four list. Okay. Shea Coulee, uh, the winner of All Stars Four. Obvious. <laughs> like it's uh, she is going to be crowned. It's like the Alaska of All Stars Two almost. Yeah. Like it's who you expect. Although, well, I uh, know we'll we'll address this. The whole lip sync for your legacy, lip sync for your life. Thing. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, yeah. the next bullet. Um, the vixen. Bring her back. I, you know, I would like to have her back. I would like to have her back. All Stars Five. No, I actually think it's great that she's in here um, with Shay because they're both mm, Chicago queens. They're they're like friends. Um, and I think they'll have some shit to say to keep the conversation going mm. that the Vixen started in season ten sure. and bring it to the next season because I think it it actually is an important conversation and hopefully um, Drag Race fans are becoming. Are like opening their eyes to it, but though the reaction to this week's episode proves the other way, I think. Oh, I don't. What's the reaction to this week's episode? We'll get to that. We'll I guess. get to it. Um, Trinity Taylor. Yes, it's yes. tucking season. Please, please, the tuck is back. Please, let's get Tuck and Shay in the finale. I think my like my my favorite top four might be the season nine top four. Yeah, yeah, just like they're all so different, they're, but also like you're rooting for all of them. Yeah. Um, Valentina. She's smiling. She's smiling. <laughs> I get, I get, I feel like she's going to flop again. <laughs> she didn't really, I mean, she did flop, but like, yeah. eh, it'll be great to watch. She's beautiful. She looks like Linda Evangelista. Yeah. Ms. Cracker. I feel like that could, that cracker could have baked in the oven a little longer. She might though have an Aja like come up if she like, I think her problem, the problem with Ms. Cracker is, like, she just wasn't shining through compared to everyone else. She's too in a shell, so if she opens up a little bit, I think maybe... All right, here is my counterpoint. The Aja thing had a lot to do with money. Yeah, that's Cracker's true. problem does not have to do with money. 
Monique's problem had to do with money. Yeah. Monique has money. Put Monique on instead of Cracker. And she's not on this list, unfortunately. Not on, not on the list. Um, Manila. So this uh, is where it gets oh, yeah. interesting. Okay, so the big rumor is that they Rue is going to give a team from season one of All Stars a redemption. Mm-hmm. So... Unfortunately, it's not Team Brown Flowers. <laughs> <laughs> Although, catch, catch Jamie Brown on tour with, with Trixie. Trixie. <laughs> and uh, Karen from Finance. Um, but so they're going to give Latrilla, apparently, a redemption. Which is Manila Luzon and Latrice Royale. And let them compete separately. And I love that. I also, like, I think they could have done a full All-Star season that was just a redo of season yeah. of All-Stars. But I like this. Yeah. The kids would not be excited about that, though. Yeah. The, yeah, they truly wouldn't. Um, but I like that the rules are out the window. Now that we've had a former winner appear on All-Stars, yeah. like, and anything goes. <laughs> God. The Ellie Goulding song. Anything could happen. <laughs> I was thinking like anything goes from like cheek to cheek. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, so then there's two maybes. Well, can I just can I, can we talk about those two for a minute? Yeah. Manila is good at this game. I was rooting for Manila in season three. She's she, my favorite. She's funny. She has interesting looks. She she's, does a good lip sync. She's catty. She's catty. Yes, she's catty. <laughs> Teleport me to Mars. Manila Luzon. Yeah, she is great. So Latrice, Latrice is so strong in many ways, but has a few the spots. looks. Okay, so season four and where we are now are two different worlds. Yeah, it's a lot about the looks. So like Latrice would often like I think probably a lot of like working drag queens do like wear the same shoes every time yeah, or like yeah. that sort of thing. Um, I think she just needs to, like, polish it up. But also, like, a Latrice will kill certain lip syncs. Mm-hmm. And then, like, some songs are not made for her. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But Leslie Jones was posting about uh, Latrice's lip syncs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, they still hold strong, which yes. is great. To a new viewer. Yes. So right, there's two maybes. There's two maybes. And then there's another one that we'll talk about. So the two maybes um, are Pearl mm-hmm. and Kimchi. Which I'm fine with either of them coming back. Yeah, and uh, go back to our last episode, our last Bravo episode to hear it on the ground take on Pearl and the Countess. A friend, so like, a friend of the Countess. Like crossover. Maybe for Snatch Game she'll do a housewife. Yeah, maybe she'll do the Countess. That would act. That would be great. Uh, Though I, I still like, in my brain, I think that the only uh, housewife that can work for um, Snatch Game is Lisa Vanderpump and Nene Leakes. But Peppermint tried Nene. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and Pearl did do... Big Ange, which was... That was one of my favorite things Pearl did. It's so <laughs> Underrated. So no one good. talks about it. Yes. So there's... A, this Connor person replied to their own tweet and said, not to break anyone's dreams, but Kimchi has sta- stated that she won't go back for All-Stars. Mariah looks Which, like the substitute. Yeah, we've been screaming for that. And apparently Bianca Del Rio has been sending her tons of wigs. That's great. Mariah but, is... But the two maybes, it, it's one or the other, because I think they want to stick to stick to ten. Yeah. So, I don't know. 
Okay, Mariah, in my opinion, is the most underrated queen who has ever gone through Drag Race. Well, she she got out pretty early. Not that early, though. She made it through Snatch Game. Yeah. Did she get eliminated on Snatch Game? It was either that episode or the episode after. Um, But she also, like, she was hired for Drag U. Yeah. So it's yeah, like yeah. RuPaul likes her, yeah. obviously. And she's popped up, I think she popped up, like, during... Like Some sort of preview thing recently. Special, they they used to do those specials where they'd have like the queens do like talking heads. Yeah. She would always be a part of it. Rue loves her. Get her on the show. Mariah was on What's the Tea, which not many queens have been on. Yeah. I love when a queen's on What's yes. the Tea. Ugh, I wish it was only that. Yeah, I like I like the Miles Heiser episode. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so the other rumor is the season will begin with Lip Sync Fear Legacy and then switch halfway through to Lip Sync Fear Life. Good. I want to just do Lip Sync Fear Life from the get-go. No, I like the strategy of it. I, I it, the, it makes it enjoyable, but it can't be through the whole season. Okay. So that's that. Yeah, so um, can't wait to have Shea Coulee enter the Hall of oh, Fame. Yeah, you're going to be seeing her in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> They'll be like, knowing Drag Race, it'll be like Ms. Cracker or something. <laughs> wait, the kids are taking this hard, and I think we should get to the episode. Okay, we've talked a lot about a lot a lot of other stuff. But let's uh, Definitely more interesting stuff than this episode. <laughs> yeah. So let's jump right in. Sure. Um, do you want to talk about anything before we get to the mini challenge? Yes, one quick thing. The long, sponge. Long live the sponge. Yeah. And then what was funny in this household's uh, viewing party of me, Alex, and his brother, Alex said, like, as she was cleaning the, the mirror... She, he was like, they should like use the sponge. It cleans it so much better than when they normally clean it. And then Aquaria <laughs> said it. Aquaria. I mean, those two are kind of, they have similar minds. Alex and Aquaria. Are you calling Alex a bimbo? <laughs> calling no, your boyfriend no, a bimbo. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, okay, pancakes. I, okay, I liked this mini challenge. I thought it was fun and creative. <laughs> uh, I liked it. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Not one pancake was remotely edible. Actually, wait. The first one was that had like the the fruity pebbles hair. The rainbow hair. Yeah. yeah. I liked that. Was that Cameron? That's the only thing I've ever liked about Cameron. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also she, she was pretty funny about something was like portion. Uh, RuPaul said portion control is important. And then uh, I think Cameron said it. it's all about portionizing. She also, like, made a joke about, like, Wally Waffle or some shit, and, like, someone, mm. I don't know, whatever. Um, okay. I don't really remember all the pancakes. I, it doesn't matter. Let's get to Asia, the winner. Asia won. Uh-huh. But Aquarius should have won. Aquarius should have won for what? For... What was the name, Dan? <laughs> so, before we recorded, we had, like, this whole saga of Alex, Dan's boyfriend, was, like... The name of the pancake was Pancakes Labyrinth, which it was. Dan thought. Well, all the other queens, like, gave a name to their pancake. Like, a, an actual name. Pancakes Labyrinth is a name. No, but that doesn't sound like, hi, my name is, like, Judy Jetson. Like, it sounds like <laughs> the title of the movie, Pancakes okay, Labyrinth. Okay, so Dan would stop. Dan had to watch the entire clip of this challenge. No, I just to try, <laughs> just to try to prove Alex wrong, and it I turns out wrong. Dan was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh. <laughs> oh, real. Not real. <laughs> so Asia won, yada, yada, whatever. So this is an interesting challenge because we don't, it's not like a big, uh, like, maxi challenge thing. It's just like a runway focus maxi challenge. Which is why? It is, the queens have to present themselves and then their inner saboteur. By Guru, by RuPaul Charles on Amazon.com. Oh my god. Um, well, we, that's the whole concept of the book is like stupid things that she says on the What's the Tea podcast. Like, it's like, millennials suck. Yeah. <laughs> what's your child's name, Michelle? <laughs> Today's takes Broadway. Um, that's like literally oh all god. it is. But I listen every week. Yeah. Um, so we get a we get a view of RuPaul's inner saboteur, which was just like dumb and annoying. Mm-hmm. I hated that. Oh yeah, RuPaul loves acting, but RuPaul's not a good actor. Oh yeah, it's funny when she talks on the podcast about like her ventures into acting. Mm-hmm. It's like, did the season of Grace and Frankie that she's on already come out? I don't watch that show. I do, mm-hmm. but I might be behind. Uh, June Diane Ray feels great. Yeah, I just like give her the the show. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like you don't like Jane Fonda and Louis, Lily Tomlin. I've seen like an episode or two in the background that Alex was thinking of getting into the show, and uh-huh. it was just like the corniest of jokes. Yeah. It was like cornier than Full House, Fuller House. But like looking at Jane Fonda sure. is like a treat. Okay. Uh, so do you want to get into the looks? As they're oh, are we going to talk, talk a little bit about like Rue in the workroom or now? We can. Uh, I was just going to say while the girls are getting ready, all the other girls are calling Cracker a robot. Which is true. Yeah, vocoder. <laughs> and like this episode, like she only doubled down on that. Mm-hmm. Um, though we can talk about the interceptor thing, which I actually thought she was better than um, the judges said. Okay. Uh, so Asia takes comfort in misery. Mm-hmm. It seemed like she was. When, <laughs> this is going to sound so weird. As she was saying it, like I didn't believe that she actually meant that she that she meant it. I think she was just saying it to give RuPaul something. Mm-hmm. Well, also, like, RuPaul in these workroom talks always, like, forces a narrative upon people that she's talking to. So, like, that sucks. She wants everyone to be, like, damaged. Yeah. Which is this whole challenge. Which is a great song, also. Yeah. Iconic. 2008, baby. (laughs) Uh, So then Cracker, we... Okay, so this I didn't really pick up until my second watch because I was really bored during my first watch. Cracker planned to do a look, her evil twin look, to be more complimentary to the first one, a vampiric take on the first one, mm-hmm. and was like fucking it up on the sewing machine. And then so she just grabbed a, a stupid. Well, don't forget that Eureka, Eureka was her was... outer saboteur, yes. who <laughs> told her it was very much like Fifi O'Hara in yes. All Stars yes. Two, like telling her, "Oh, honey, it's, this is like." This is a challenge about, like, accessorizing. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's about proportionizing, actually. (laughs) Yeah, that bugged the shit out of me. So she grabbed that, like, pebbles, Flintstones. Well, let's talk about that, because it seemed like there was, like, a caveman challenge that didn't happen, and three of the queens were, like, caveman adjacent. Who? Oh, um, Cameron oh, yeah, was a little caveman-ish. Cameron, Cracker, and Aquaria. I mean, Animal Print and Bones is caveman. Oh, I guess that is, is a little caveman, yeah. Th- yeah that yeah. is 
Like, if Aquaria is going to give Caveman, that's what it is. So, like, I wonder what that challenge was. I wonder if they were, like, told, oh, we're not doing that challenge anymore. Like, yeah. so, like, feel free to use that shit. I wonder if Eureka and and Asia brought theirs for a movie challenge. Oh, maybe. Because they both have movie references. Yeah, it and um, Clueless and Divine. Yeah. I don't know. Well, well uh... The only other thing before we get to the actual runway is, okay, well, they had the, the group conversation about being, like, less confident as a boy than, like, in drag, mm-hmm. which is, I think, like, a common conversation point among drag queens. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Aquaria's slogan, if you, peer, if you pee clear, cheer. And then Gregor was looking at her like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> She's like, I'm not looking at my pee, checking if it's clear or not. <laughs> I don't know. It was a thing. It's like a second watch thing that you notice. Um, I noticed that right away, though, because they did focus that on, on that a lot. But we, also, like, we had a lot going on when we were watching. It was like not. It was like halfway in between, like a quiet watch and a bar watch. Why? Because we were just like talking during it. Oh, yeah. But also, like Cracker said, she peed like Red Bull, which is oh, that's scary, actually. Yeah. I'm, like, worried when I see that. <laughs> uh, okay, let's get to the looks. Bring it to the runway. Okay. Oh, that would be so cool if we had, like, a little um, interstitial where, like, we when we transition to talk about the looks, and it's, like, a little uh, clip of, like, bring it to the runway, runway. And then, like, the audience listening to this podcast knows that we're talking about the runway looks. Okay, so we Be will, the change you wish to see in the world. We will add that to right this now. <laughs> Okay, here we are at the runway. <laughs> um, let's start with Cameron, little Cameron Michaels. Okay, as two proud gamers, I looked at that and I was like, "Oh, that could be an Overwatch character." Oh yeah, for sure. But like, as a gamer, like, I don't care about this, and it's also too gamer. E. It's like a, it's like a character I wouldn't choose in a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that's the mercy skin I'm not buying with my coins. Yeah, agreed. And so is the second one. I mean, it's like, and the second one was was literally like the same cut of the skirt. Like, also like she, I think she like thought about it too much. Also like uh, appropriation on the main stage. Mm. Let's like not do this, Cameron. That's the first thing I thought about it. And then I was having a conversation with my coworker the next day, and he said the same thing to me. And I was like, oh yeah. Ugh. Well, the well the first one was more like Queen Frostine, like Candyland. Mm-hmm. The second one was a little in the Just, wrong direction. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I, and then, like, yeah, I mean, to me, she was in the bottom. I just didn't Agreed. like it. Even Agreed. though, even though she had the connection, which I complain about for some of the other queens, mm-hmm. I just not into it. And I hate, I, I hate the voiceovers. Like, oh, yeah. after the princess challenge didn't work last time, why are we still, in, still doing I this? I kind of like the princess oh. <laughs> challenge. Okay. I'm like one of the few that liked it. Aw, when we were, I watched that challenge with you, uh, season nine, and you did not like no, but it. But I grew moment. to like it. Well, because of yeah. Aja, it <laughs> now has cultural significance. Yeah. Okay. Eureka and you filthier. Yeah. Don't love the name, but I like pretty much everything else about this. Number one. N- the first look didn't work for me. Okay. But we see what the look, what the concept is. 
She yeah, walks down like, the runway and you know what it is. The dumb cardigan, that, like, the wig but didn't work But what's dumb about the cardigan? It just is dumb. No, but, like, that's what Cher from Clueless wears. Okay, but it looks dumb with the sparkles. It's like, ugh, you can get it Ross, like, save for less or whatever. You know? Mm-hmm. And then the with the wig, it's like, I wish she would have gone for, like, a more... Natural? Natural colored wig, okay. I think. Um... Because we see, like, all these, like, weird-ass wigs from Eureka all the time. So, I, like, I would challenge her to do better or mm. do different. Okay. But the the second look I loved. Okay, that's great. Yeah, I love that one, too. And, but what I love also about Eureka, she did not break character. Right. Which I thought is worth something. Sure. Um, the Divine reference you can get, you get right away. You get it better than, like, a lot of the queens who were trying to do Divine in the Season 7 challenge. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> For sure. I mean, like, Eureka can do Divine. But also, I am not enamored by Eureka at all. I actually, like, I know that she's consistent in, like, what she does, but there's something missing with me that I'm like, I do not want to see you win this whole thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, she's, like, a little obnoxious. Yeah. So a lot of noxious. A lot of noxious. And she probably voted for Donald Trump. <laughs> Allegedly. We, we have to stop spreading this fake news. <laughs> but like think about okay, it. Okay. Ms. Cracker. Okay. This first look, I like the concept of it. Mm-hmm. But she kinda l- looks like a little boy wearing a robe. I think the problem with Miss Cracker is that she is a short queen who doesn't... Proportionize. Proportionize. And, like, everything that she wears sort of, like, looks heavy on her or brings her down because, like, she doesn't, like, know the cut of it. And I've said this before. And this is just a sort of different look. Also, that tuck is meaty. (laughs) I mean, she's definitely had looks that I've enjoyed before. Mm Mm-hmm. And that she got the, the proportion right. Like, this is not it. I like this look in general, though. Like, watching her No, I like the walk, concept. But, like, the colors, everything is great. And, like, if I were to complain about a thing, I think it's, like, everything that she wears... A lot of things she wears seems to, like, overtake her in a way. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say it right now that I unfortunately agree with Lena Dunham on the second look. That it oh. looked very, like, Halloween costume. Yeah, very Halloween costume. Like, she got the the cave woman queen costume? Is that what we're looking at? Yeah, and, like, we saw... we She posted, like, what her actual look was going to be like, and it looked a lot better. Yeah. It, it, it was, was, like, the same silhouette as the first one with, like, I think a gray wig sort of, yeah. like, uh, styled the same way. Yeah. I would have enjoyed that more, even if I wasn't in love with it. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Uh- um, Aquaria and so, Sabatina. So everyone's losing their mind over the second look. I like the first look more. Really? Yeah. No, you're wrong. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I like the second look more. It's like a Shania Twain, like... I don't get the story. Well, they don't... They don't really look like they're complimenting each other. Yeah, they... Or like, at all. What is it? There's no compliment. It almost is a little... Okay. Do you remember that um, Batman movie with the Riddler and Two-Face? Yeah. And you know when Two-Face went home and he had, like, the apartment 
that had two sides, mm. and he had two women, and one of them was played by Drew Barrymore, and one of them was played by Debbie Mazur. Friend to us from Dinosaur Barbecue. Yeah. Friend, meaning we saw her walk into Dinosaur Barbecue. Um, so it, this sort of is like, to me, and I might be projecting, but this is mm. sort of like, oh, that's I, the reference I to me. S- I see that. I just didn't see it on the runway. Okay. And the vertebrae bones on the back look like the clips that, like, the girls use back in the 80s instead of a scrunchie, like, a little, like, the one that you, like, it's almost like a a paper, like, not a paper clip, but the paper binders. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? A clip. A clip. Clip. Just a clip. Clip. <laughs> Like, that's all that looked like to me. But Rue did call it the t- top ten She lost... Looks. First of all, Rue needs to calm the fuck down. Like, from the minute Aquaria walked into the room, Rue has been like, she is smiling. I liked... I will say I really did like her second look. Um, even looking at it now, like, the leg, the leopard leggings, I think, is, like, an amazing... Yeah, I like it. Um, the mask thing reminds me of, uh, Sasha Valor's second look from the finale. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, when she was competing against Peppermint and she, like, had that white mask on her face and she tore it off. So I have another complaint about the mask. The mask is too, like, too, it's, like, white, like, if you pick white on a computer. And it should have been, like, more of a bone white. I think now you're just like looking for no, things to I, be angry about. I, I thought about this because then when she talked to Lena Dunham about it being like printed on a 3D printer, I was like, yeah, it looks like that. I think you're being a little too mm. picky now. Well, maybe I'm just upset because the last but not least, Asia O'Hara and North Korea O'Hara should have won. I loved it, and I love that she made Michelle eat her words. Oh, my God. The way this was filmed, where they, like, did the full judging in one look, and then the full judging for the another look, where, like, we got the moment where, like, Michelle was saying one thing, and then seconds later, she was, like, having to, like, qualify what she was saying about the balloons. It's beautiful. Okay. So, you know, it tells a whole story. The characters are so starkly different. Mm-hmm. She executes both well. Her narration is great. Mm-hmm. The reactions are great. Mm-hmm. Where is where is the flaw? The orange color? I would have preferred a different color than orange. Yeah, but like I like the orange. People like either love orange or don't love orange, you know? Yeah, orange is like just... Mm. Especially for the wig, too. I didn't like Shakely's orange wig during the... The, um... Oh, I loved it. I just rewatched that on Thursday. Very Jinx Monsoon. Mm, okay. Yeah, I just, <laughs> I just, and like the the when North Korea O'Hara comes in and like lets the one balloon, Be- like perfectly deflate, executed, perfectly executed. She should have won. I can get in that uh, court. Like to me, she got every part of this challenge right. Yeah. So, that's the tea on that. So, so let's, let's talk, about... talk about guest judges. Van Lena Dunham. In case you don't recognize the voice on that call. So that's our unwell uh, friend Cody, who... Abby Lee, Abby Lee Miller, super fan. On this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's sick. So, <laughs> do, you, do you wish to ban her? So I was talking to you and Alex earlier today because we have this one group chat. Um, it's 
a group chat of gay men in different cities, <laughs> basically, right? Sure, yeah. Um, and there's like this running joke where everyone's being like, well, because Cody hates Cody Lena. hates Lena Dunham, so everyone's like being like super into Lena Dunham, and I'm here like thinking like, do they actually like like Lena Dunham? And I still don't have a clear answer. No, to me, I'm like, I feel like I'll, I'm I'm in between. I just don't care either way. Like she well, brings like, an interesting like. Well, like Cody hates Lena Dunham yeah. because he hates women. Yeah, yeah. But um, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't realize what I was saying, and then you yeah throw him under the bus. Yeah. Uh, no, like I feel like we all don't need to have like the strongest opinions on everyone. Yeah. Also, like. Lena Dunham as a guest judge was great. She was fine. She was into it. Like I like when a judge like knows what they're talking about in relation to the show. That like, should be the bare minimum. Like she obviously watches the show. Yeah, because she realized Eureka was someone who came back from a prior season. Yeah, so she was fine. Um, Ashanti was great too. Yeah. She just didn't partake in the deliberations. She partook in the critiques. We, we didn't see a ton from Ashanti after the critiques. Although I'm sure, like, that shit gets edited out. I hope that um, Asia actually sent her the tights. Because mm, yeah, yeah. she loved Asia's tights. I liked that Ashanti was very into Asia. Yeah. And what a crime that we are not lip-syncing to an Ashanti song. Isn't that wild? It's a crime. <laughs> Lock them all up. Lock Heather from production up. (sighs) So what's so the winner is the winner is Aquaria, which I'm not happy with. I'm okay. So I'm fine with it. Here on out, I'm currently just now rooting for Asia and then Aquaria second. Mm -hmm. Um, they are the least MAGA of the bunch. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, and our bottom two are Cameron and Ms. Cracker. Um. Cameron, yeah, I guess the bottom two makes sense in a lot of ways. Yeah. I mean, who else would it have been? Well... No, those, that's it. It's, those are the two. But we've heard from people who oh. think... Remember, you were on that text, too. Who think that it should have been Eureka? No. That is Looney Tooney, fresh and fruity. <laughs> Eureka got the, did the challenge right. Yeah. Like, so even, like, picking two characters that embody, like... Opposite ends of the spectrum, like, uh, like, ditzy and, like, I will angry. say I thought that Cracker's um, voiceover for her inner saboteur was actually one of the best. Okay. I mean, Asia's was the best, but you could think that. I said one of the best, okay. bitch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so we are lip-syncing for our life to Nasty Girl, not by Destiny's Child. Uh, but uh, I feel like they both were a little off and Cracker was a little bit more off but I liked Cracker's moves like I thought she could have possibly won it felt like she wasn't performing to the judges it felt like she was performing to the cameras Mm. and I feel like if she performed to the judges more because like interesting we know that the judges are sort of off to the right of the stage if you're like on the stage and Cracker is very much performing to the front so she's Self-producing her inner saboteur. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, like, the fact that Cameron gets to, like, make history in this way is absurd. Yeah. The only th- the only part of Cameron's lip sync that 
brought something new to it was the little move when she was laying down with the legs. Mm-hmm. And they lo- they ate that up. They she was smiling with those legs. <laughs> but <laughs> the, the the like the move that that Cracker did, where she was like a freak, and then she was like with her hands on her hands. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that move. But like, <sighs> Shantae, they just say. love Cameron so much. Like I I'm still mad about Monet. Because yeah. Monet did tricks that we've never seen on the stage. Yeah, we did a sliding trick. She went she went backstage. Ugh. Anyways, so. Cracker was eliminated. Hi, it's Neely P. I'm calling to report a crime. Um, Rue just sent Miss Cracker home and kept Cameron Michaels again for the third time. So um, please send help. All of the emergency services, fire, medical, police, hair, makeup, everyone. Because I don't know what to do. I'm so confused. Just, ugh, what's happening? What is going on? Ugh, someone, I need to talk to someone about it. I know you won't answer, but I don't understand why she's still there. All right, bye. Uh, the fire department has responded. Call the fire department. <laughs> there, there's a fire to put out. Uh, I feel like... You've been locked up tight for a century of lonely nights waiting for someone to release you? By liberation, out in <laughs> one more week, baby. But, uh, I feel like... You've been locked up tight for a century of lonely nights waiting for someone to release you? There's, like, an online community that is obsessed with Cracker in, like, a Trixie Katja sort of way. Yeah, I... After seeing her on the show and seeing her live, mm. I sincerely don't get it. Yeah. Like, I think she's fine in the show. I think what she did in the first episode was great. She was hilarious on stage, her back and forth with Rue. Oh, but yeah. Like, the first few episodes, she was, like, on it. But, like, in the past several episodes, it's like, no, there are actual stars. Like, look to Monet. Look to Monique. Like, stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yet you little, like, kids are looking at Miss Cracker? Like, come on. Get a yeah. life. Read a book. And make that book be about Monet Exchange and Monique Hart. The heart, the of, heart season of season ten. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm. I mean, there's. We're rooting for Asia. We're rooting for uh, Aquaria. I mean, I wouldn't have minded seeing Cracker in the final four. I would rather see Cracker in the final four than yeah. Little Cameron Michaels. It would have been more interesting. Yeah. Um, also, Cracker can dance, and we know that the uh, the Bring It to the Runway challenge is coming up. What's oh, it called? Oh, yeah. I'm curious to hear about like uh, their verses, which song we're using, mm-hmm. etc. Uh, Sasha Velour relies on Brain. So, just quickly on Untucked, the main thing, two main things. Number one, they decided to change midway through the season from Ogre to Vanjie. Why? We have just... Do we even have an untuck next week? Capitalizing on like the Miss Vanjie moment. I know, but like they capitalized plenty. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Second big thing, Lena Dunham. Lena Dunham walking into the backstage. Cameron Michaels does not acknowledge, acknowledge her nephew. Her for a split second. It's hilarious. Lena's in and out with. No interaction with Cameron. Didn't she take uh, Asia's drink? <laughs> no, she took Eureka. Can I have a sip of this drink? And I just started drinking it. 
It was so wild. Like, the whole backstage moment was so wild. Because we don't get a ton of backstage moments, usually. I mean, we get some every once in a while, but, like, the big ones recently have been, like, Gaga and... The stars. Xtina. Oh, yeah, her. Um... But back in the day, it used to be, like, random. Didn't like, Pamela like, Anderson used to go back. The B-52s or some shit? No. Dita Von Teese went back, and then they were all fighting in the other room, so Dita Von Teese was sitting there by herself. Remember that? Yeah. Uh, so there's been moments, but, like, this Lena Dunham moment is so out of place. I hope they do, like, Taylor Swift next season. I want to see Taylor Swift interact with a drag queen. Oh, no, thank you. <laughs> no, she'd be like, wait, those are men? <laughs> Uh, the one funny Rue did do two funny things with Lena and Ashanti bring back girls yeah that's funny <laughs> and then Ash- Ashanti Cameron Michaels you say oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no one wants girls back unless it's just like they should give Elijah a spin off mm, boy boy just boy. <laughs> All right, Brendan, who is our freak of the week? Where is Ross Matthews? All right, we know it's every other week, but like when he's not there, it's a glaring hole in the show. Ross Matthews is the consummate professional. He's so good. He is the best part, one of the best parts of RuPaul's Drag Race judging panel. Not that, not that, um, Carson's, Carson's fine. bad. Carson's fine. He's like good, but Ross Matthews, there's like, he's the heart. He's the heart of the judging panel. <laughs> so where's Ross? Um, I'm sure next week it'll be Ross and Carson together. Well, it's like All in the Family. You know, they love to do All in the Family. Uh, the Queen is... Pancakes Labyrinth. Yes. Deserves a name, though. That pancake deserves That's the name. People a name. have names. People have different names. <laughs> a possessive name is your first name? Yeah, why not? Okay, sure. Uh, but that's it for this week, baby. Oh my god. Call in. Call us at 71747freak. We would love to hear from you. Or you can email us if you're shy at comethroughqueen at gmail.com. Dan loves email. I love emails. Everyone's doing <laughs> emails these days. Um, join the Facebook group. Um, we need more Drag Race conversation in it. Um, yeah. There's a lot of Bravo conversation, but we love to get like the Drag Race convo up. It's a beautiful community of people. We celebrate together. We love each other. We did learn this week in the community that Bianca Del Rio did Stasi Schroeder's costumes and makeup and makeup in like her high school in her high school production play and like we didn't learn I was the one who let people know <laughs> that oh, was my post oh, good, good job Brendan <laughs> sharing it with the community <laughs> uh, you can find me at IDKDK you can find Brendan at not Brendan so like comment subscribe heart share retweet follow us on Overwatch love us love us please retweet bye <laughs>
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.